just end that quest for trying to find the perfect diet, the perfect body, the perfect weight, because so many other things are more important. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results, you're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. Studies show that more than 90% of women are unhappy with their body. I don't think that that statistic probably surprises you. Uh, Maybe that's part of the reason that you're here listening to the Begin Within podcast in the first place. But my guest today, Joanne Edinburgh from Body Wisdom Nutrition, is here to help us to understand that statistic, what's behind it, and of course, most importantly, how we can begin to address that unfortunate situation. Joanne is a certified eating psychology coach through the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, and she is on a mission to help women end the quest for the perfect diet and the perfect body. I know you're going to enjoy my conversation with her today. So uh, here are some of the things that I'd really love for you to listen for in our interview. First of all, we're going to talk about the the cycle with food and and feelings that takes place and the the way that stress about it plays a part on health. Uh, we haven't had a guest before that explains it quite the same way. So I know you're really going to enjoy that. So listen for the point in the interview when Joanne talks about the cycle. She'll talk about that. Secondly, we're going to talk about a concept. And I'm, I'm, you're going to hear me kind of stammer a little bit and, and try to be politically correct 
with a subject that I'm not super familiar with when we're talking about body image. And we're going to talk about worth and its connection to body image. So please pay close attention to that portion of the interview. I know that it's going to resonate for some of you. And um, for, for some of us, it's going to help us to consider another perspective more deeply, one that we might not be familiar with, or maybe one that we are familiar with, we're just not familiar with being honest about it. So we talk about worth and body image. Uh, tune in very closely to that place. And then we're going to talk about ways to, to solve the problem, right? Things that we can do to begin to move into a better, healthier place. In particular, pay close attention when we talk about gratitude. I think that that's such a beautiful piece of this conversation. Here is my interview with Joanne Edinburgh. The recovering perfectionist, I call myself now, you know, um, always trying to find the latest thing, the greatest thing, you know, how am I going to be healthier? What am I going to do next? And, you know, I never, I never had issues around my weight per se when I was younger, but certainly always had issues around not feeling comfortable in my body. I think most women have that issue. I mean, I don't know many that haven't, you know, Mm -hmm. especially starting as teenagers, you know, not feeling comfortable in her skin. And, um, but I think, you know, I had a lot of issues around uh, food allergies uh, when I moved out to Seattle um, in my twenties and, um, you know, had a lot of testing done and and saw the power of food as medicine really you know really cured my my allergies and you know back pain and lots of health issues but the flip side of that is I think my relationship with food became most disordered at that time because I really? started yeah I, I feel like I started to be afraid of food you know food was the enemy now okay there were lots of foods that were good and you know, kind of starting to differentiate foods into good foods, bad foods, healthy foods, unhealthy foods. And I know you mentioned that in your ebook. I I like that. It's like, what happens is, you know, a lot of my clients, this is what I see. And it happened for me is everything's great when you're eating the healthy foods, quote unquote, but then you eat the foods that aren't healthy and you go into this eat guilt, shame cycle, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, and that's what was happening to me. And, you know, psychologically, you know, what I learned when I finally did my training uh, to become an eating psychology coach was how much that stress affects our metabolism and our digestion. Mm. We cannot um, metabolize our food well when we're in that stress response. And all those thoughts and beliefs about food greatly impact um, our ability to even metabolize our food. So, you know, if our goal is weight loss, then we're actually doing the opposite of what we need. You know, when we're, we're eating under stress or we have this low level stress in our lives because of other things going on, then our body actually doesn't absorb the nutrients when we're in stress response and our body's doing the opposite of what we need to do when we're trying to eat, you know, Mm -hmm. rest and digest is that relaxation state. So, you know, once I learned that, you know, it really changed things for me. And I realized 
you know, I was having some digestive issues and um, certainly gaining weight, you know, going through perimenopause and menopause and you know, trying to figure out, you know, why is this? Why do so many women gain weight during this time? And, you know, so at the beginning, I was focused on trying to figure out the answer, like, how can I lose weight? And then the more I learned about it and um, really understood those issues around body image and separating health from weight, which I think is so intertwined in our culture and in, our, in the medical profession. Uh, the more I learned, I realized that it's actually not that directly related in a lot of cases, which is surprising, right? Mm -hmm. You know, most people don't understand that. And so, you know, now at 57, um, I'm probably the healthiest I've ever been, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, and I probably weigh more than I ever have. I don't weigh myself anymore, but you know, it's, it's been a long journey and um, I've gotten to the point now where I'm really trying to help women just end that quest for trying to find the perfect diet, the perfect body, the perfect weight, because so many other things are more important in terms of how we feel about ourselves and mm -hmm. you know, trying to focus on what truly nourishes us, you know, including food, but, um, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's a long complicated story. <laughs> yeah, you know, we talked, we touched on, like, you talked about the food, you know, the relationship and that spiral, the guilt, the shame mm -hmm. when we're, when we're eating the, the bad quotes, right? Mm -hmm. You guys, right. if you're, if you're just listening, you can't see, we're using the quotes a lot. So the bad right, food, right. right? Then it makes you feel bad about yourself. Um, how does how does the the body image side come in to come into play? Is it similar? Is it like just the low level, like the lack of? And you have to forgive me, Joanne, because mm -hmm. um, I'm probably gonna say say things wrong here. So if you if you need to correct me, go ahead. Right? I don't. I I always have trouble because I know this is a sensitive topic. And I am not mm -hmm. the one to talk about it. That's why I have you here. Um, mm -hmm. So if you need to like, Nate, don't say it like that. Go ahead. Um, I forgot where I was going. Body image, Body right? Image, how does yeah. how does that how does that play into that stress? Like, what is that cycle like for, yeah, I, for someone? I think it's very similar. Like if we're constantly in that stress response because we don't like how we look, we we have a lot of negative um, you know, critical, uh, ideas about our bodies, you know, I think it plays out the same way. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it makes sense that most women in particular, and you can tell me what it's like for men, because I, I work just with women, but, you know, we've been told from a very early age that our worth is very much connected to our physical appearance. Mm. Um, we get those messages, you know, very early on. And, you know, now, especially with social media, um, but even with TV and movies, I mean, these images are everywhere, you know, billboards, magazines, um, but especially online. And so, and then the, we have the $60 billion, you know, diet and beauty industries that are giving us these messages constantly that, you know, where our bodies are broken and we need to fix them. And we have the prod, you know, these, these industries and 
um, weight loss programs or whatever, you know, we have the answer, the, the magic pill. And um, so, you know, it makes sense that women would feel uncomfortable with their bodies. You know, we're told that this is this one particular ideal image is how we're supposed to look. And it doesn't matter what you say, like a picture is worth a thousand words, right? We see these mm -hmm. images everywhere, constantly. Um, so unraveling that is, is not easy. And, yeah. you know, it's so ingrained in our culture. I mean, uh, I'm sure it's true for you with your clients. You see it all the time. Everywhere I go, every day, I would say, if I'm interacting with other people, women are criticizing their bodies. You know, we're, it, it's, and it's, so it's normalized, you know, it's funny, you know, people joke about it. Um, so for me, you know, I just feel like we have so many gifts to give to the world, each one of us. And I don't think that we're meant to spend our days worrying about how we look, how much we eat, what we eat, how much we weigh. Um, we have a lot more important things to do. And I think when we get to the end and we're on our deathbeds, we're not gonna say, oh, man, I just really wish I had lost that, that last five or 10 pounds, you know? Like when we get to that point, we realize that there are so many more important things that we're meant to do. And so that's why this work is so important to me because I feel like so many women are distracted from the things that they really are meant to be doing. Um, mm -hmm. Wow. So. I uh, really appreciate you sharing that with, with me, I, the way you explain it for me, it, it's opened it up, open up a better understanding of that, that perspective. I'm really thankful and grateful that you shared that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it is for men. <laughs> I get, mm -hmm. Yeah, I know you mentioned that. I, I've, mm -hmm. I heard one. You know, I heard uh, one time someone speaking on on body image topic, and they they put it on a they put it in a place that sounded really appropriate to me, and they they were like, let's just let's just admit that no one's happy with their body, right? And I was like, mm -hmm. yeah. But as as I was listening to you. I understand more the pressure that our culture puts on women specifically. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as you were talking about just the media and I, you know, I picture, I, I picture the, I mean, it's just the, sh the shows that I've seen over the years, but I picture that like, you know, stere almost stereotypical like sitcom couple where the, mm -hmm. the man is not the epitome of, you know, what the doctors are going to say is healthy, <laughs> but everyone loves him because he's funny or whatever. Right. But then his wife is the stereotypical, you know, this is healthy. This is attractive woman. Right. And the messages that that's really sending are pretty powerful when it comes to worth. I think that's mm -hmm. the word you use that stood yes. out to me. Yes. Am I on the right yeah. track here? Yeah. It, I mean, I think, you know, we all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted and validated. And we think that we're going to get that by, you know, changing our physical appearance. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I love the name of your podcast, Begin Within. I mean, it, that's really what it's all about. We have to, you know, that only comes 
from within. We think we're gonna feel more confident, more comfortable in our skin. We're gonna be happier when we lose the weight and we get you know, this ideal body. Um, but we know that that's not true. It's the other way around. We have to work on from the inside out to get those things. And we can get those things without changing anything about the size of our body or how we look. And in fact, I believe that until we can accept ourselves as we are, we're not gonna be happy if we change. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think it's pretty clear that even women who have the perfect body, who are bodybuilders or models or actresses, um, they're no happier with, with their bodies than anyone else. Right. And, you know, we think that's true, but it's not. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think a lot of people put their lives on hold. You know, they, they don't go on vacations. They don't date. They don't, you know, try to find a different job um, until, you know, well, when I lose the weight, when I get to this place mm -hmm. that I want to be, I'll feel better about myself. And then I'll do those things. Um, and Yeah. And those are the things on someone's deathbed that they regret not doing. Right. 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 I mean, there are many women who won't put on a bathing suit, who won't wear shorts, you know, because they, they're so embarrassed about their bodies. Yeah. You know, I mean, people mm. with little kids that yeah. don't participate or, or, or don't try new, new activities or hobbies or sports because, oh, well, I can't do that. You know? Yeah. Um, mm. So. How, how do we fix it? Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> It's a lot of work, but there's definitely lots of things that we can do. And I think a lot of it has to do with changing our mindset and, mm. you know, shifting out of that self-judgment and criticism into curiosity, you know, just starting to think, well, I wonder why I feel that way. Um, why do I do those things? Um, I think just that simple mind shift, which is not easy, um, can help. And just shifting how we feel about our bodies in general, rather than, you know, I don't like this about myself or this part of my body or that. Um, how can we be more grateful about what our body does for us? You know, what do we appreciate about our bodies? I mean, our bodies are amazing. The things that this human body can do, <laughs> if you really think about it. Um, so starting to get into that way of thinking, like, Think of three things every day. What do I appreciate about my body and what it does for me? You know, if you, if you didn't have legs, you wouldn't be able to walk. <laughs> you know, especially for women, you know, how do we birth babies? You know, what parts of our body birth babies and feed babies? Um, hmm. You know, our eyes, our, you know, our mouth, our voice. Yeah. Be able to speak. Yeah. There's so much to be grateful for. So that's awesome. That's one idea. I mean, there's a lot of things and it take it does take a lot of work and it's nice to have someone to help you along that, that process. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, man, I, I love that. I think on the curiosity topic, I feel like, mm -hmm. so as a, as a coach, when I sit down with someone who's working on their nutrition, mm -hmm. I, over the years, I've, I've realized that that's one of the biggest things that I can bring to them is, is modeling curiosity. 
when you know i mean just the other day i had someone oh i i would have binged on whatever and I, oh hey tell me about that i'm curious what tell me more about it you know and all of a sudden that just stops them in their tracks like you let's you know let's get curious about it yeah let's explore it a little bit that's interesting yeah i like that you said that um and then you mentioned having somebody to help you what what's the benefit of that from your perspective and what are some of the one of some of the best ways that that you help to support someone in making that shift yeah yeah i mean i think it's i mean certainly there's lots of information out there and you can certainly a lot do a lot on your own but i think having someone that really understands that the deeper issues and you can help process that and like you said model that curiosity that mind set shift um and to be able to provide that positive feedback and understanding that you know body is amazing and we we do things for very good reasons mm -hmm. you know whether it, all the eating issues you know emotional eating binge eating overeating um there's always good reasons why we do what we do yeah and you know having someone that has that perspective and can really reinforce that um i think can be really helpful and but it's a long process I mean, it doesn't happen overnight these are deep issues yeah that have been um percolating for decades probably for yeah most yeah years. it's like a it's yeah. pro it's like programmed right it's like yes trying to yes trying to erase yeah, yeah. go ahead been conditioned to believe these yeah. things um you know even well. Things like emotional eating, you know, people get all, all self-critical, like, oh, why do I do this? Well, there's lots of good reasons why we do that. First of all, we're meant to enjoy food and mm -hmm. it, it can be a comfort for us. And um, there's lots of, that's just a strategy that we use that we've learned for many, many years to deal with our emotions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Example. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've had people tell me about their childhood and the difficult things they went through and, and why they, you know, they've sorted through all that, why I ended up turning to food, but now I'm trying to break it. And I, you know, like, you know what, that little kid got through it. They found yeah. a way. Yeah, exactly. You know? We and developed these are. strategies to survive. Yeah. yeah. And let's leave and some space to be grateful for that. And yeah, we can move forward from here. Right. But yeah. Yeah. And learn, mm -hmm. you know, trying to learn new strategies strategies to replace the ones that we've developed that have served us yeah um, okay it's part of what i do too i love but, it yeah. um and you may have touched on this already but in wrapping up i want to ask my my usual question about beginning mm -hmm. um and if we could maybe focus if you if you're if you don't mind focus your response on the shift in our thinking about our bodies because i feel like that's something Mm -hmm. we've not dealt we haven't we haven't i'm is it dived dove we haven't gotten too deep <laughs> into that yeah. here on the podcast before and i love yeah. that you're talking about that so when it comes to someone you know they're listening they're like oh my goodness this is i'm getting some awareness finally on this um conditioning mm -hmm. that now i understand a little better about why i feel the way i do about my body what what might be one of the best steps that you'd recommend for someone to start making that shift? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think 
some of the things we talked about are really important, like changing that mindset into getting more curious as to mm. why we feel the way we do. Um, you know, having the gratitude and appreciation for what our bodies do for us, uh, trying to expose ourselves to social media that are, you know, there's a lot of social media now. I don't, I'm not a big social media user myself, but I know there's lots of people promoting, you know, different body sizes and body types, um, more body positivity, body neutrality, you know, so finding that kind of uh, stuff out there so mm. that we just get used to looking at people that have varied body sizes um, mm -hmm. and that are different than what we think is supposed to be the ideal. Um, and also, you know, seeking out friends that have a different perspective or people that we can really talk to about these issues. Um, you know, I think the social support is really important. And one of the things that I've done uh, recently is try to focus on not commenting when people lose weight, for example. Um, I really make a conscious effort about that because, you know, what does that say when you, I mean, if you, mm. you're telling someone, oh, you look so great, uh, what did you do? What does that say about what they look like before? You know, are you saying mm -hmm. that they didn't look good before? Um, and so we don't want to reinforce that. Um, you know, we want to really shift that perspective. And so just being mindful of those kinds of things too. Wow. I like that a lot. Yeah. I have, um, I mean, yeah, to, to that, I didn't know we're kind of wrapping up, but I have so many people in my community and they're happy to share their results. And, and, uh, I've always tried to comment on their effort and their work more than, you know, their result, like you, you know, and I don't, I guess, what's your perspective on that? So my, my thinking always was like, you know, let's have a growth mindset, like whatever you're doing, you're working at it and that's, and you're proud of the result you got, but let's not focus right. on the result. Let's focus on the fact that you got yourself to do the work you got yeah. yourself to put in the effort. Um, what would be a better a better option. I don't know. Maybe I'm challenging you a little bit yeah, here. Yeah, no, but. it's a tough one. Um, I mean, what I try to do is really help people focus on how they feel hmm. and a little bit less on how they look. So, okay. you know, if you feel better, that's what's important. Like that's the goal. And that may or may not relate to whether you got to a certain uh, weight loss goal, for example. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Yeah. Um, but feeling good is much more important in terms of health, right? Yeah. So okay. I would say Thank you. kind of shifting that focus to be that being the goal. You know, how do you feel? Yeah, cool. Uh, Joanne, what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you or follow your work? People can find me at my website, which is just my name, joanneedinburgh.com. And you can get it. Uh, information about my program and set up a free consultation. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. We'll, we'll, I'll put that in the show notes for sure. We'll link, link to it. So Joanne Edinburgh, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, Nate. I really enjoyed our conversation. All right. There you have it. And 
I will, like I said in the interview, I'll make sure that we have a link to Joanne's site in the show notes for you to click to connect with her, to follow her work, and to continue to dive more deeply into this conversation. You know, I want to just revisit one one thing that I asked you to listen for. Of course, you know, we talked about the cycle of uh, food, you know, dealing with the, the, the bad, the quote-unquote bad foods and guilt and shame around those, as well as the negative feelings about uh, our own body, right? And and the stress that comes as a result and the, the different um, complications that result to our health because of the the stress coming from those those thoughts and feelings. Uh, and we talked about worth quite a bit. I think it it is an important conversation. I know we've had a couple of guests that have touched on it before, and I'm sure as time goes forward, we will continue to address that topic. I really hope that that it's one that's beneficial for you. I think it's so important for us to realize and become aware of the the situation that exists in the culture that we live in, the culture that we've been brought up in, the way that we've been conditioned, the way that our minds are in some ways programmed. Of course, that programming is flexible, but we have to first become aware of what's happened and then we can begin to take steps to change it. So I think that conversation is so important. But the one thing that I absolutely want to take a moment just to really encourage you to take some action on is the idea of being grateful for what your body can do. I mean, here we have the expert, right? The, the psychology of eating expert who is on a mission to help us transform the way that we feel about the way we look. And one of the biggest things that she encourages, that she teaches those that work with her and that she shared with us is to take steps to be more grateful, to feel a sense of gratitude for what our body already does. You know, we spend so much time and I would acknowledge it, right? You probably came here to this podcast in order to change something about your body because you were unhappy with the way that it looked or the way that it felt. But here we are talking about being healthy, feeling better. And in order to move in that direction, we have to start with being grateful for what we have. And when we're grateful for what we have, don't we want to take better care of it? Don't we want to maximize its potential? So I want to encourage you just to take a moment, maybe after you listen to this podcast, to just feel some gratitude about the body that you have, how marvelous it is. Be grateful, feel grateful, feel gratitude for the fact that you you can move. The maybe your maybe your movement is limited, but can we be grateful? and feel gratitude for the capacity that we do have. And of course, all the other amazing things, right? Sight, hearing, smell, taste, touch, that we do on a daily basis, perhaps without even considering it, without thinking 
a deep thought about it. Here's an invitation to do that, to feel some gratitude about the body that you have. And maybe, I want to invite you to consider maybe getting into the habit of doing that. And who, who needs to do that? We probably all do, but especially someone who is in the other habit, the, the habit of being disgusted, being disappointed, being unhappy with their, their physical body, right? Uh, what an important thing to start to shift into gratitude by cultivating a habit each and every day to feel grateful for some aspect of the body that we have. Again, I believe that is so important because when we are grateful for it, what do we do? We want to take better care of it. And of course, we talk about the different ways that we can do that here on this podcast over and over again. That's that's what this is all about, right? Taking better care of our health and our physical body. Um, and we also want to maximize its potential, right? When we're grateful for something, we want to use it. We want to make use of it. We uh, are grateful for a gift. We don't just leave it on the shelf, right? We use it. We get it to work for us. And we could do that with our, with our body as well. Maximize its potential. Use it to move in the direction that that we really want to go toward a healthier version of ourselves. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, you could tell I loved it. Shoot me a message on on Instagram. Feel free to to direct message me and let me know. Hey, are we on track? Is this serving you? Do you have other questions? Do you have other things that I can explore on this podcast that would benefit you even more. I want to hear about it. I want this to be valuable to you. I want it to be motivational to you. And before we go, you're used to hearing me say this. If you if you listen to the podcast before, you've heard me say it before. And if you haven't done it yet, please today, let today be the day that you rate and review the podcast in your podcast player if you do that for me. I would be so grateful to you for for doing that for me. Um, it helps others to find the podcast and to benefit from what we're doing here on the Begin Within podcast. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for bringing your heart into this conversation of better health and fitness. I can't wait to talk to you again right here on the Begin Within podcast. Podcast.